Blog Talk Radio. There is a watchman on the wall, bringing forth the written word of God to one and all. Are you getting ready? Will you stand or will you fall? Listen to the watchman on the wall. Listen to the watchman on the Rise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. A new day has dawned. All over the earth, men and women are arising. It's time for the sons of God to awake. It is a day of justice, recompense, Restoration, revival, and resurrection power. Savior, Pastor of New Wine Ministry. It's great to be with you today. It is Tuesday. It is January 4th, 2022. We have a lot to talk about today and very sobering conversation, quite frankly. And yet I know that there is a joyful sound in the camp of the righteous, but there is a, you know, it's a, it's a dual-sided day and we're going to get right into it today. I want to tell you just a little bit about what's going on. If you have uh, not been listening to what's happening in our country and different places around the world. Uh, There are some hot spots uh, showing up everywhere. Uh, Number one thing we want to talk about this morning is the Marshall Fire in Boulder, Colorado. I don't know if you're aware of this, how many hundreds of homes and thousands and thousands of people that were displaced and lost everything they had. The big story about this fire in Boulder, Colorado, the Marshall Fire, that not only it did what it did, the, the damage, but they had like eight inches of snow and the fire still burning beneath the snow. And it was absolutely crazy, very, very strange. Um, so again, like Mayfield, Kentucky, people wake up one morning after building their entire lives and everything they worked for and lived for was gone. And whatever insurance will afford them to be able to restart, um, praise God for that. Uh, but it just shows the brevity of life again and that the things of this world uh, can be taken away in a moment. And that's something that you and I should be cognizant of in the days in which we live. Um, we're not holding on to the things or the stuff that God has given us. We're using it for his glory. 
whether it is to prepare for the storm that we have heard is coming or to help others get themselves prepared, uh, to just be uh, compassionate and loving and giving people that want to help others along the way. But we do understand that this is brevity. Um, so the Marshall Fire happens. We also heard, uh, watching CBN News, that there is, <clears throat> again, a growing consternation in the Gaza Strip, shooting rockets into Israel, Israel responding. Um, I think they said 3,000 rockets were launched from Gaza, and like 90% of them were caught by the Iron Dome. Um, but there were those that break through. So a lot of movement in the Gaza Strip. We know that they have a proxy army there, you know, for Iran. Uh, Iran is moving forward in its purposes, and so there's that stirring going on in the Middle East. Something to keep in mind. Uh, we're going to be talking about Islamic fundamentalism in the days ahead. We believe that while they have been quieted down, that they are a very strategic people. The last time I remember, 1993, there was a car bomb in the World Trade Center. We were there in Jersey City, New Jersey, when that bomb went off. We went outside on Blaine Avenue in Jersey City, stood in the middle of the street, and we could see the smoke going up in, um, at, at the Trade Center. And that's when they attempted to blow the buildings up. Well, that was in 1993. Eight years later, uh, when everything was relatively quiet, again, the Twin Towers were taken down. I believe that the Nation of Islam is strategic. I believe that they created the game of chess. And I believe that, uh, well, they were getting, you know, getting to, into positions of being checked. Um, they have a very strategic mind. And it's very interesting when it comes to the Nation of Islam is that God puts his thoughts into people's minds to do his bidding and will. I do not believe that the Nation of Islam, the wild man, Ishmael, is through. I do not believe he's finished his course. I believe we're going to see a lot more of the Islamic reality rise in the world in which we live. Time will tell. We're going to be talking about it much in the days that lie ahead. Also, we know that there is COVID-19 running rampant. The Omicron uh, is being used as tactical warfare against citizens in the United States of America and around the world. We're going to talk about an article I'm going to be sharing here in just a minute on that. Also, we know that inflation is becoming a reality in the United States, most likely around the world. Uh, in other words, because of the supply chain breakdown, which uh, Joe Biden said was a very serious and severe supply chain breakdown. Well, because of it, the prices of everything are rising. And I think everybody could bear witness to that. And you don't know how long and how far that's going to go. But it is a reality. Also, we know that at the border, we're still having a major crisis at the border in the United States. They just seized 54 pounds. I mean, that's not a lot if you're a child or something, 54 pounds. But this was 54 pounds of methamphetamine that was being smuggled in through the border, worth several millions of dollars. I forget the number that they had, several millions of dollars uh, being shipped in. And again, uh, by their sorceries, their pharmakia is the Greek word for sorceries, by their pharmaceutical, by their drugs, were all nations deceived. That's in your Bible and mine. So 54 pounds is probably a small seizure of the amount that's getting through. Uh, they're saying that uh, so many percentage of people have been apprehended at the border. And even if that number was true, that at least a million have gotten through and are now moving throughout the United States of America. And how many of them? Well, they caught an MS-13 gangbanger the other day, along with two 
sex offenders that were coming across the, the, uh, the border. So the element of people that are coming are not all good and nice people just looking for a nice, peaceful life. Um, these are people that have been smuggled in, and they're bringing methamphetamine. They're bringing sex offenders. They're bringing, uh, just like we heard about back in 2016 when President Trump was actually dealing with these issues, whereas Kamala Harris, the vice president, and Joe Biden, that they call the presidents, are doing zero about the issue, quite frankly. Um, something to remember. Also, there is consternation, uh, a growing angst in China against Taiwan, and obviously with Russia and Ukraine on the border. So we're seeing a buildup of war. Also, I wanted to talk to you about an issue on Highway 95 coming out of uh, Virginia, in the Virginia area. Uh, for a night and part of a day, people have been stranded on the freeway, thousands of vehicles have been stranded overnight in a massive snowstorm. And uh, the, news, uh, the news channel was talking about it, the uh, weather channel. Uh, just a serious, serious storm and people stuck on the road. These are just a few of the things that are going on in our country around the world. Probably the most telling is coming out of an article I want to share with you from uh, some friends that I have called Forbidden Knowledge. And I'm going to do it. I know people, you know, you just never know when your last day on uh, this podcast will be. And again, if you lose us, we will be broadcasting on OmegaRadio.org. And I'm pretty sure the information I'm going to share right now is probably going to be another strike against us because you're not allowed to talk about your your side of the story or what other people have to say. Uh, And we get that. And that's not just to insult the people that are doing it because they know what they're doing. And this is called censorship, but that's okay. Uh, We have our own independent streaming platform on OmegaRadio.org. Don't forget it. Write it down. You'll be able to hear us every day. If not view us, we will be there. If Facebook removes us, YouTube removes us again, we will be on OmegaRadio.org. And hopefully uh, you'll be able to send some people in our direction that need to hear and want to hear the things we're talking about. But this comes from uh, Forbidden Knowledge, and it is a very sobering article, and I want to spend some time with it. Microtechnology found in Pfizer's vaccine, La Quinta Columna. All right, so here it is. A couple of weeks ago, we learned what a group of South Korean doctors found when they looked at the contents of Pfizer and Moderna, uh, Moderna vials under 400x magnification after they had been heated up to human body temperature. So you got to imagine uh, within this vaccination, both Pfizer and Moderna, uh, they were looking at the contents that were in the vaccination at a 400x magnification uh, after it had been heated up to body temperature, human body temperature. Here's what they found. They recorded images of a perfect disc-shaped object reminiscent of those from a Pfizer vial photograph by South African microscopy expert, expert Dr. Zandre Batha. This reportedly began to turn and spin despite being beneath a cover plate. They also recorded a long, stringy, worm-like looking object or organism, which began to move in a particular way as soon as it was warmed up to human body temperature, as well as these twined 
striated organisms. A Dr. Young-Mi Lee will supposedly be coming forward soon to make an announcement confirming these findings. All right, so South Korea, Africa, doctors, scientists, looking through magnification, seeing what is actually present in content in the vaccinations. Well, Spanish biostatistician Ricardo Delgado from La Quinta Columna did a different experiment in which he allowed a drop of hydrogel from a Pfizer vial to dry completely, and he was shocked at what he saw under 1,200x magnification. The vial contents had apparently assembled into what he describes as microcircuitry, or maybe a micro-router, which he thinks may be what causes some vaxxed people to emit a MAC address. And yes, that's on your computer, your MAC address, your IP address. And so they're finding out that there are people that have been vaccinated that are actually emitting a MAC address. Their self-assembly, this is what they're finding. Here, here goes the rest of the story. He becomes very agitated during this video, and he shouts that this is a worst abomination that has ever been done to human beings. He calls for the removal of Spain's current president, and he urges everyone to take his images and to file complaints against the doctors who injected them. Well, here's the transcript. Hello, and a very good evening to everyone. First of all, I wanted to wish everyone a happy new year. However, I'd like also to share with you some chilling images. Remember throughout this time, throughout the week, we've been done a, uh, we've even done a live stream about what's inside the Pfizer vaccine, and he holds up a vial, and we've said that there's some graphene and some, let's say, artificial structures. But now, I want you to see what we have on the screen as he's showing up the vaccination, actually, or the vial, Actually, it's what's under the microscope, which has understandably creeped me out. We have to denounce this en masse. Everybody has to go out immediately to the streets and expose what the entire world population had been inoculated with. All your neighbors, all your friends, all your relatives have been jabbed with what you'll see now, circuitry, microtechnology inside the body. I'm going to share with you on screen what's on the object holder or the delivery vehicle. This is one of the droplets that had dried from last week. When the hydrogel dried, it formed these images that we're going to share right now. Let's zoom in so you can see it. Look at the object we found in the Pfizer vaccine. I'm going to be moving the viewfinder downwards, all right? So this is something that they were uh, doing. I'm just reading the transcript of what this doctor was saying. He says, there are four strange corners, four perfectly square angular shapes and circuitry inside. These are electronic components. This is what's formed at the base. Here are what appear to be ceramic capacitors or some other type of electronic component or circuitry. As I said, this is part of the contents of the Pfizer vaccine. Here's another perfectly artificial corner, as he's showing them on the screen. Let's adjust the image a little bit. Here and here, too. This is microtechnology. It's probably a micro-router. This is probably what causes people to emit MAC addresses. In other words, 
this is microtechnology and it's being introduced into our family members, into people who have been totally deceived. Loudly, he says, how is this not going to cause blood clots? How is this not supposed to cause all kinds of cardiovascular diseases and heart attacks? How is this not going to cause arrhythmias? Shouting again, I beg the entire medical community to immediately end this covert genocide. Well, this is what's inside the Pfizer vaccine, he shouted. This is what's visible after four or five days after waiting for the sample to evaporate. We cannot allow for one more second for these people to give one more injection, especially to our children. That's what's inside the vial. That's what needs to be denounced. Please share this video all over the world. Share this video on all your social networks. And with these images, go directly to the court and file a complaint. Because I, Ricardo Martin Delgado, DNI 79.202.0099N, Spanish National ID Number, N for Navarra, will go to testify, and I will take the sample with me. I'm going to change the magnification. Let's see it bigger in case there were any doubts, in case you doubted anything. So now he's going to magnify this on the screen. This isn't a crime. It's much, much worse than that. This is the most complete humiliation and abomination that has ever been done to human beings ever, he said. There's no longer any kind of doubt here. No doubts. This is an artificial spawn. Let all the SOB constrarians try to tell me what this is, like that dissent group that doesn't look anything, look at anything under a microscope. The corners are perfectly square. There is microtechnology. We're on the order of 1,200x magnification right now. You can see it clearly. This is a few tens of microns in size, and this is what has been introduced, what has been injected into everybody's body. Good Lord, he said. Either we just stop these genocidal people right now and put them straight into jail or hang them directly in a public square Otherwise, they will end the whole human race. Do you understand, he said. Let's try this. While we're at it, recording all sorts of images, and I have stopped on this object because I had the imperative need to share it with all of you. Let's try another magnification, he says. Please share the live stream with everyone. Crystal clear, right? Even so, people will say we're conspiracy theorists. Even so, they'll call us deniers. This is what's inside the Pfizer vaccine. I appeal to all of the judges and magistrates in our country, Spain, either you do something and abort this immediately, or we go directly to the courts and turn them all upside down, and we go as we have to go because this can no longer be tolerated. Either you take Dr. Camper's report that proved all this and more, or we take another type of measure because this cannot be allowed in any way. Now he's shouting. Summon me to testify. Just summon me. I repeat, I, Ricardo, Ricardo Delgado, DNI 79.202.099N with N for Navarra, I offer myself before any prosecutor, magistrate, judge of our country, and any other part of the world to show what's inside the vaccines, to prove what's inside the vials. This is a real genocide, a real genocide a crime against humanity, and we cannot allow this since it's being done taking advantage of people's ignorance, illiteracy, and unawareness. Please take these images to the outpatient clinics and public hospitals. 
please do me this favor, summon me to testify, and please immediately remove this imposter who calls himself the president of the government from office. I think that's more than enough. I'm sorry for having expressed myself that way, but like any human being, I get emotional, but not in a good way because this is an abomination, he said. Take these images. Take them directly to a court of law. I have given all of my personal details, and I'll take the sample, which I'll keep carefully, of this Pfizer vaccine together with a special batch number whose provenance I have from the healthcare worker who gave it to me at the meeting in Seville, and let's all go denounce this actual genocide. We cannot tolerate this atrocity for one more minute. I'll end this here. Good evening, and as I said, Happy New Year to all. Whether they have a video, uh, but you have to sign up for some things, and I can't play it right now. So that was Dr. Delgado from Spain telling everybody that this is a genocidal a uh, very dark psychosis, a, uh, an operation against the mind of humanity, which is not surprising. Satan has done that from the beginning of time. Um, but now I want to do something. I received this as well to back up what I just shared with you. And my brother sent this to me today. And it's an article. Take me a minute or so to read it. And uh, here's what it says. Uh, what if the largest, and then I want to, another confirmation, and then we're going to get into the word of God, and we're going to look through the biblical lens at all the stuff that we're seeing going on. So what if the largest experiment on human beings in history is a failure? This is a report from an Indiana life insurance company who is raising serious concerns. A seasoned stock analyst colleague texted me a link today, and when I clicked it open, I could hardly believe what I was reading. What a headline. Indiana Life Insurance CEO says deaths are up 40% among people ages 18 to 64. Let me say it again. This Indiana Life Insurance CEO said that deaths are up 40%. Oops, oops, where'd you go? Don't go back, Baloo. 40%, wow. Now, between 18 and 64-year-old people, this headline is a nuclear truth bomb masquerading as an insurance agent's dry manila envelope full of actuarial tables. People frequently write to Jill and myself, the article says, People we have never met. They call, they arrive at the farm by appointment or unannounced. They fill our email inboxes with their inquiries. They all want something, time, attention, an interview. Maybe you want to tell us about their fear, illness, nightmares, or what often seems like outright paranoid conspiracies. And then over time, these fears and conspiracies keep getting confirmed. As Jan Jekulek, a senior editor with the Epoch Times, recently said to me, it is getting harder and harder to tell which ones are mere conspiracy theories and which are true reality. One farm visitor told me of his foreshadowing massive numbers of deaths within three years consequent to the genetic vaccines and that this was all about the Great Reset and the depopulation agenda of the World Economic Forum. 
I tried to reassure him that, in my opinion, this was highly unlikely, while privately thinking about how easily people fall into this type of conspiracy ideation and how I need to be careful to avoid going there when confronting so many public health decisions that appear either incompetent or nefarious. At the time, I only knew of the WEF, the World, what was it called? The World Economic Forum, as the host of a big annual party in Davos, Switzerland, where the uber-rich and the hololigoi, uh, what do they got? The hoyoligoi of the Western nations went to watch TED Talks, drink the best wine, see and be seen. Well, silly me. What a long, strange trip this has been. I doubt that even Hunter S. Thompson could have imagined it in his most drug and booze addled state. Suffice to say, I nominate Ralph Stedman as official illustrator of the SARS CoV 2 pandemic on a resurrected Hieronymus Bosch. Now, that's just a lot of talk I don't even understand, but let me continue with the article. But I am wandering from a point that I am afraid to clearly state, said the doctor. It is starting to look to me like the largest experiment on human beings in recorded history has failed. And if this rather dry report from a senior Indiana life insurance executive holds true, then Reiner Fulmick's crimes against humanity, push for convening new Nuremberg trials, starts to look a lot like Criado and a lot more prophetic. And I guess that's referring to a movie of Keto or whatever it is. Here is what lit me up in this report from the Center Square contributor, Margaret Manje. Here's, this is the report. The head of, an, of Indianapolis-based insurance company, One America, the head of One America, said the death rate is up a stunning 40% from pre-pandemic levels among working age people. We are seeing, and I'm quoting, we are seeing right now the highest death rates we have seen in the history of this business. Not just at One America, the company CEO Scott Davison said during an online news conference this week, the data is consistent across every player in that business, all insurance companies. One America is a $100 billion insurance company that has had its headquarters in Indianapolis since 1877. The company has approximately 2,400 employees and sells life insurance, including group life insurance, to employers in the state. Davison said the increase in deaths represents huge, huge numbers and that it's not elderly people who are dying, but primarily working age people, 18 to 64, who are the employees of companies that have group life insurance plans through One America. And here's a quote. And what we saw just in third quarter, we're seeing it to continue into the fourth quarter, is that death rates are up 40% over what they were pre-pandemic, he said. Just to give you an idea of how bad this is, a three sigma or a one in 200 year catastrophe would be 10% increase over pre-pandemic, he said. So 40% is just unheard of. 40% increase in death. Well, this is not the first time I heard this. There's a lot more to that article. Uh, let's, let me just go ahead and finish it up while I can here. Uh, so what is driving this unprecedented surge in all-cause mortality? Most of the claims for deaths being filed are not classified 
as COVID-19 deaths. Davison said, and I quote, while the data is showing to us, or what the data is showing to us, is that the deaths that are being reported as COVID deaths greatly understate the actual death losses among working age people from the pandemic. It may not all be COVID on their death certificate, but deaths are up just huge, huge numbers. Take a moment to read the entire article. Now then, let's continue on, assuming that you have, at a minimum, based on my reading, one has to conclude that if this report holds and it is confirmed by others in the dry world of life insurance actuaries, we have both a huge human tragedy and a profound public policy failure of the U.S. government and U.S. HHS system to serve and protect the citizens that pay for this system service, which is the human health services. If this holds true, then the genetic vaccines so aggressively promoted have failed, and the clear federal campaign to prevent early treatment with life-saving drugs has contributed to a massive, avoidable loss of life. At worst, this report implies that the federal workplace vaccine mandates have driven what appear to be a true crime against humanity. Massive loss of life in presumably workers that have been forced to accept a toxic vaccine at higher frequency relative to the general population of Indiana. Furthermore, we have also been living through a, the most massive globally coordinated propaganda and censorship campaign in the history of the human race. All major mass media and the social media technology companies have coordinated to stifle and suppress any discussion of the risks of the genetic vaccines and or alternative early treatments. If this report holds true, there must be accountability. We are not just talking about running over the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States and grinding it into the mud with an army of artificial intelligence-powered heavy infantry. This article reads like a dry description of an avoidable mass casualty event caused by a mandated experimental medical procedure, one for which all opportunities for the victims to have become self-informed about the potential risks have been methodically erased from both the internet and public awareness by an international corrupt cabal operating under the flag of the trusted news initiative, George Orwell must be spinning in his grave. Grave. I hope I'm wrong. I fear I'm right. As I said, that's not the first time I heard about the 40% death rate. Last night, Patricia and I were listening to True News with Rick Wiles, Doc Burkhart. And Rick Wiles, was sharing about the 40% death rates and how they're showing up with all kinds of issues. And he basically, you should listen to yesterday's True News, he basically said that this is an absolute, beyond the shadow of a doubt, intended genocide, and that they are intending to kill as many people as they possibly can. You should listen to what his own words had to say. Whether you believe or not, whether you think he was being dramatic or not, uh, the sobriety from which he spoke as a Christian man, whether you like him or not, he does love Jesus Christ. And I know he's very controversial. There's no doubt about that. Just take a moment later on, listen to what he has to say. And now I want to get to some points. What is this? What is the Bible have to say about this 
and I think you and I have to look into it. Can you imagine that there is a, a, such a combination, the Marshall Fire in Colorado, the Gaza Strip War, Israel, Iran, beefing up for war, this COVID-19, Omicron, inflation because of supply chain breakdowns, the border crisis, million people through the border at least, 54 pounds of methamphetamine coming through the border to get your young children and grandchildren strung out on crystal meth. Uh, the China-Taiwan consternation, Russia-Ukraine, uh, the storm in Virginia overnight, thousands of cars on the freeway stranded in a snowstorm, people running out of gas, having no heat. Um, what is this? And then what we just read. Well, to me, it's very simple. It is the divine judgment of the creator, God, upon the world. And the Bible supports that view. And you could look at this through any other view. You could look at this through any other lens that you choose to look through. And you could come up with a conclusion that, Whatever you can, you can, you could one billion different conclusions, or eight billion if we have that many people left. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I look through the biblical lens. I'm not ashamed of it. It's been accurate for me for coming up on 40 years. I've been born again. Uh, 40 years. It's a long time to have been reading my Bible and living my life and watching the world around me and growing and maturing and understanding just a little bit more with the passing years. And I have found God's word to be true. And I have found God's word, and as, if, when we understand it properly, to be the truth. It's just pure truth. And it absolutely is stunning that a document written thousands of years ago, with history going back thousands and thousands of years, um, is so accurate today. It's, the, it's, it's absolutely pure amazing and I would imagine that the day will come, like in Adolf Hitler's Nazi Germany, that they will burn the books. And most likely, because of this propaganda campaign, uh, this disinformation campaign, uh, the removal of First Amendment rights, uh, the censorship of the freedom of speech, that it would not be surprising to me that the day will come when the Bible will be outlawed or burned, or destroyed. They'll try to kill God. Remember, the Antichrist is going to do everything he can to destroy everything belonging to God. So they're going to have to rewrite his word, twist it, or those that preach it to the ears of the people that are too lazy to read it for themselves, uh, they're going to hear a different message because that's what the devil does. He twists scripture. He deceives people by turning the gospel of truth and light into a perversion of the truth. And uh, he comes as an angel of light. So whether they try to destroy the Bible and make it an outlawed book or whether they just have the ministers, um, the, uh, the ministers of Satan behind the pulpits telling people, um, you know, because a minister that's going to speak the truth will probably not be allowed on the airwaves. Uh, they will be removed from the mechanisms and the platforms so that the public, the general public that survives this Holocaust uh, basically will only be able to hear the gospel the way they want them to hear the gospel. And you're already hearing leaders in the body of Christ, like Franklin Graham and like Gordon Robertson and others, uh, Mr. Jeffers, uh, you're hearing leaders tell the people you got to take the vaccination, that even Jesus would take the vaccination. So it'll kind of be like that. 
in the days ahead uh, where the leaders of the Christian movement will be told by their leaders to do certain things like bow down to your government, do what they tell you to do. Uh, They're going to use Romans chapter 13 to support their claim. They're going to misuse it. They're going to misspeak what it actually says. And we could go through that if you'd like to. But this is the day we're moving in. The platforms will be eradicated to the general population. The underground church will be uh, having their Bibles in their hidden places. And the underground church, like in China, will be all over the world. Uh, A massive campaign against everything called God and Jesus Christ will be underway. And this is knocking at the door right now. So what is this? Well, what it is, is judgment. It is judgment. Judgment on the world. Judgment on the church. It's judgment. It's judgment. And every time we look at the word judgment in the New Testament, in the setting that we're talking about, it's the crises and what we call the crisis in our English language. The Greek word is crises, and that's where we get crises. And that word judgment is used in the days of Noah, when judgment hit the earth, in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, when judgment hit Sodom and Gomorrah, that was a crisis. And in both cases, what God did was he separated the righteous, Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and those that were with him. And then he brought Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah. So the crisis is intended to separate that which is right before God. And there are levels of righteousness, and we're going to talk about it, because Lot was righteous, but Abraham was more righteous. I mean, Lot was righteous, but he was in the jam he was in because he had issues that had never been taken care of. Abraham was pursuing nothing but God. Lot was pursuing a beautiful setting over in Sodom and Gomorrah, no doubt about it. So there are levels of righteousness. And so every time a crisis came, God separated the righteous from the wicked, and then he destroyed the wicked. This is 2022. This is 2022. So what does the biblical lens really have to say? I'm going to go into some scripture right now, and I hope you're ready to get there. Here we go. I want to begin. Let's see. Let's see if I can grab this real quick in the book of Isaiah. All right. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 10. Now, this is where we pray, Holy Spirit of the living God, that you give us wisdom, that you help us to understand, to think deeply, and to put together all the parts, because that's what understanding means in the Bible. In the book of Ephesians and Colossians, Paul prayed that they would have an understanding. And when you put it all together, it, it speaks of the, the saints of God having a mental ability and intelligence to think deeply about the things that are going on and to come up with interpretation, to understand. Okay, so think deep, put together through spiritual intelligence. We ask for that right now. What is going on? 
What does all of this mean? Joe Biden could care less if his ratings plummeted down to negative zero. Okay? He doesn't care. Joe Biden does not care. He can't care. He is being propped up. We know this. And there are people controlling him that are unseen for the most part. We know this. Joe is just enjoying his stay in the Oval Office, if it's even a real Oval Office, only God knows. He's enjoying the benefits of whatever pleasures he has, whatever they may be. He is duped, drugged, uh, and I can go on down the list. And there's a crisis there, and that poor man's soul needs salvation. That poor man's soul needs to be saved by grace. Whether or not that's going to happen is between him and God the Father. Now, so what is it that's happening in our world today? What are we looking at? In Isaiah chapter 10, I've read this many, many times, but let's begin in verse 1. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 1. Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees. All right. First of all, forced vaccinations would be an unrighteous decree. Okay. Slaughtering innocent blood in the womb through abortion, what the, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States allowed in 1972 and 3, is an unrighteous decree. Supreme Court ruled 2015 that men can now marry men, women can marry women, is an unrighteous decree. Woe unto them that decree an unrighteous or unrighteous decrees. Now, what is a decree? It's the kakak. And what does it mean? Well, its definition is to hack or to engrave. Um, to enact, to cut in stone or metal, tablets, to prescribe, uh, to govern, so a law giving. So woe to those, according to God's word, that prescribe into law unrighteous decrees. Now, we've seen that this has been going on in our government in our generation which I call the final generation, since Israel became a nation. I mark it 70 years, 80th by strength. We're 73 years down the road. Got plenty of time to see things wrap up here. Now, in verse 2, they turn aside through their unrighteous decrees, the needy from judgment to take away the right from the poor of my people, that widows may be their prey, that they may rob the fatherless, And what will you do, verse 3, in the day of visitation? Someone say that, you know, in your hearts and minds, welcome to the day of visitation. Now, that word visitation, what will you do in the day of visitation? It's the pikada, and it literally means, many senses, the time of an account or accountability, uh, the time where the charge is going to be laid, um, the, that which is uh, a day of reckoning, okay? So we've got good definition. What will you do in the day of reckoning, the day of visitation, the day of accountability uh, for your 
prescribed lawlessness against a holy God, what will you do? Okay, and in the desolation, which shall come from far. So God speaking to a Judeo-Christian nation like he did to Israel. And by the way, Isaiah chapter 10 is what God was saying to Israel of the Assyrian invasion. So God was telling Israel, I'm bringing a foreign nation against you, and I'm going to allow that foreign nation to destroy you because of what you have done in your government that has ruled and decreed decrees contrary to my laws, okay, which the Judeo-Christian United States of America has done in our generation, remember, prior to 1963, prior to 1948, let's go all the way back, it was illegal to have an abortion. It was illegal to make a, have a sexual, uh, an unholy sexual act like homosexuality or lesbianism. There was no such thing as transgenderism and all these other things that were going on. These things are plagues upon society. They are cancers in the nation, but they've been prescribed and they've been decreed. So he's asking the question, what will you do in the day of visitation and in the desolation which shall come from far? Something's coming. To whom will you flee? Where are the Americans going to flee to? Where are the Christians going to flee? Where are you going? Who are you going to flee to for help? And where will you leave your glory? Where are you going to leave your glory? Verse 4. Without me, they shall bow down under the prisoners, and they shall fall under the slain. For all this, his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. In other words, you've seen all these calamities hit the United States of America since 9-11-2001, if you want a starting point. And for all the events that have happened in the last 20 years in this nation, the nation has not turned back to God. It has turned further away from him. So his hand in judgment is stretched out still upon this nation. 2022 is a double 11. The number 11 is judgment. You're getting ready to enter into a time of the double judgment. Double. It's also going to be in the realm of the nations and in the saints. Judgment begins in the house of God. A double chaos. Double confusion. Double judgment. You're in it. It began. It has started. Get ready. Listen to what God says in verse 5. O Assyrian. Now listen. The rod of my anger. The rod? What began yesterday? Yesterday was the first day of the 11th month, Yabad. Do you remember this? Write it down. Put it in your notes. Yesterday was the first day of the 11th month in the Hebrew calendar. That month's name was Yabad. And that word, Yabad, means a rod. So yesterday, the 11th, there's that number 11 for judgment again. In the year 2022, 22 is split in half, 11 and 11. So we have yesterday, the 11th month, meaning the rod 
in the year 2022 in the Gregorian calendar, the double judgment. And what does it say in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 5? O Assyrian, the rod of my anger and the staff or the weapon in their hand is my indignation. All right. So we have, as we said a week or two ago, a contending of nation, the the year of the rod. It begins in the first month in the Gregorian calendar, uh, or excuse me, in the Gregorian calendar, the 11th month in the Hebrew calendar, Yabad, which happened yesterday, and it means the rod. And so you put the pieces together. Think deeply. Think deeply. Don't ignore. You have to have spiritual intelligence to put it all together. Everything we talk about and things that you're hearing that are by the Spirit and the Word of God are parts for you to put together like a puzzle and to get it right so you have an understanding of what's going on so that you can walk carefully and prepare, et cetera, et cetera. So the Assyrian was a vicious military power that God was going to send against his nation Israel. Now, today, in today's vernacular, that would be like God raising up against the United States of America, the nation of Islam, the nation of China, and the nation of Russia, that God would literally send, and they would carry his anger. That's what it says. O Assyrian, the rod of my anger. Well, let's look at the word rod here for just a moment. The word rod is the shebe, and it means a staff, a club, a scepter of shepherd's implement, a mark of authority. It talks about a branch or a skion. A, uh, for, it's for punishing, for fighting, for ruling, for correction. And again, this is the scepter, the rod, the dart, etc., etc. So, God said of Assyria, Assyria, you're going to be the rod of my scepter, my authority, my punishment, my correction, my fighting. And in, in, in that rod, you're the rod, and you're going to carry my anger. God's anger was given to the Assyrian, okay, as a rod, as a weapon. And God said, and the staff in your hand, the staff there is the weapon. Let's look at the actual Hebrew word for staff is the mate. And that literally means, again, a branch uh, for chastising. It's also a rod. Uh, It talks about, uh, you know, different things here, but we get the idea. It's a weapon. So the rod of my anger, O Assyrian, the rod of my anger, and the staff in their hand is my indignation. So the word indignation there is the za'am, and that means strictly froth at the mouth, fury, especially of God's displeasure with sin and God's rage. So God was actually saying, I'm going to display my wrath, my fury, through the Assyrian army, and they are going to be the, what? They're going to be the rod in my hand. They're going to be the weapon and the staff in their hand. They have a weapon. And he brought them, the Assyrians, against Israel and devastated them. God has chosen the nation of Islam and all the surrounding nations made up of Islam, and it's going to get increased and more solidified as the days go by. 
Russia, China, and even if they have been enemies and duped by principalities and powers of, you know, whatever, God is going to allow them to come forward and he's going to send them. What What does he do with this army? Well, in verse 6 of Isaiah chapter 10, uh, 10, verse 6, Isaiah 10, 6, I will send him, the Assyrian, I will send them, Islam, Russia, China, against a hypocritical nation. Well, in the days of Isaiah, the hypocritical nation was Israel, God's chosen people. Today, the hypocritical nation is the West. It is the moral uh, democracy, the supposed republic of the Christian, Judeo-Christian nation. So I'm sending Islam, Russia, China against the United States, which is a hypocritical nation. And against the people of my wrath, will I give him a charge to take the spoil, to take the prey, to tread them down like the mire of the streets? All right, so it's a pretty powerful judgment. And that word, by the way, hypocritical, means soiled, impious, and it gets into another word, godless, profane, irreligious. Now, a nation that parades itself as being the good guys, America, who are murdering innocent babies, marrying homosexuals, forcing vaccinations, and we could go on down the list, and it's increasingly getting worse quicker because there's a takeover politically, governmentally, spiritually. Do you see it? I wonder if God's people are seeing what's being said here. Now, I want to stop there for just a moment. Um, serious business. God, God. Let me, let me give you another scripture. Um, let me give you another scripture here just for a second, because I, I think a lot of people don't know these things and they've never heard of it. So uh, let's just see uh, if that even shows up here, if I could get it in the very last passage here. Uh, no, it's not going to be there. Um, so in the book of Revelation, we talk about... Um, Well, let me just read it out of my Bible. It's worth the wait. Here we go. So in Revelation chapter, I believe it's chapter 17. In chapter 17, Revelation 17, in the very last verse. No, just a little bit easier. Okay. God has put. All right, let's put that. God has half. That's why. All right, so God hath put. There's two scriptures for God has put, and it's in Revelation chapter 17, and here's what we read. In Revelation chapter 17, verse, where are you? 17, all right. Okay, so let's look at verse 15. So Revelation 17, 15. And he said unto me, The waters which you saw where the whore sits are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. The ten horns which you saw upon the beast, these shall shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Talking about Mystery Babylon. 
For God, verse 17, for God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God shall be fulfilled. What did you just read there? God put into the heart of the ten horns of the beast to kill and destroy Mystery Babylon, the great whore who rides the beast. But God put, God has put in their hearts to fulfill his will. So when God needs to judge a nation, he could use a comet, he could use an asteroid, he can use a meteorite, he could use hail. He could use, he could touch the fault lines and create massive earthquakes, which I believe you're going to hear about very soon. Something about big earth shaking, violent quaking is in my spirit this morning when I woke up, earthquakes, so we'll see. But he could touch that, right? Tornadoes, hurricanes, fires, flooding. Insane psychological psyop thoughts of allowing people to go and shoot and kill people in school, in malls, at concerts, theaters, wherever. God can use anything. But in Leviticus 26, we talk about the levels of judgment, how they increase. Everything. Everything is pointing to the year 2022, war. War is decreed. War is decreed from the throne of heaven against the decrees of the unrighteous, hypocritical Supreme Court of the United States that passed laws into society that we are now saturated in the blood of the most innocent life with the most creepy, abominable, sexual perversion that runs rampant within our society, induced by the crystal methamphetamine, cocaine, opioids of every sort that have been coming through our borders to absolutely devastate and now force vaccinations and all of the psychological um, prescription drugs. The pharmakia. Folks, this nation's been in trouble for a long time. The knockout punch? War. So, what does God do? Well, he's the one who puts it into their minds. So God is, is capable of saying to Islamic terrorism, whoever they are, wherever they are, Sleeper cells. Remember, at the beginning, I was telling you that chess was created by the Arab world. 1993, they took a truck. They blew up a building. It didn't succeed. So eight years later, planes flew into the Twin Towers. And I don't want to get into all the details, but it's interesting how that all flows together. And so, in other words, there's a lot of patience. When there seems to be no way out in chess, there's always a way, there seems, when you think it through. So the enemy is thinking through, but when God puts a thought into their heart, 
make this move. He actually is the one that's allowing things to happen. It's not their own intelligence. It is the intelligence of God. So God says to Russia, God says to China, God says to Islam, go against the United States. The global community is wiping people out, weakening the nation, putting it in fear by a virus, a pandemic. They are death rates of 40% since COVID-19. 40% death rates soaring off the charts. So what else does the Word of God say? The, the number 2022, okay, and this is why I, I think it's so important for us, but every time I open my scripture, I wasn't even considering Isaiah chapter 10 about, O Assyrian, the rod. I've been preaching on the rod, the year of the rod, and it begins in this month, the rod, the rod, the rod of kingdoms, the scepter of kingdoms, the battle, the consternation. And here we have another scripture this morning talking about the rod, but it's a rod of judgment coming upon a hypocritical nation, and it's coming from the Assyrians. And God is saying in our generation, I'm sending my rod of anger. I'm sending my indignation, my fury. In the day of visitation, in America, I'm spelling it all out to you. I'm spelling it out in every way I know. I'm I'm speaking through the sun, moon, and stars. I'm warning you, sending signals to your planet, to your earth, both in Israel and among the nations. The greatest nation on the face of the earth, the United States, I'm sending you messages. I eclipsed your whole nation, put a line right across your nation, split right down the middle from Salem, Oregon, all the way down to South Carolina. Seven cities in that split were called Salem, which means Salom or Salim or peace. I've warned you in the sun, moon, and stars. I've spoken to you by the prophets. I've been shaking your nation with one event after another, but you're not listening. So now, the inevitable, biblical, righteous judgment of God in the day of visitation, war, is now determined. We have famine. We have uh, inflation. We have pandemic. We've had rumors of wars. We've had... Flood, earthquake, fire, hurricane, tornado, uh, we've had it all, nonstop. We've had a divided nation. We've seen people within our own nation killing one another, hating one another. We've seen a division in our government. We've seen a division in, in our, in, in, in amongst the people. We saw what happened. We've been watching. Everybody knows. It's all there. There's a, there's a great mystery here that... The day that we are in is a day of light, and it is a day of darkness. It is a day of glorious light, and it's a day of gross darkness. The gray zone will be wiped out. Those in the middle, those trying to walk both ways, wiped out. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision in the day of the Lord. So, He's coming to deal with that. There's this separation is coming big time. There won't be any gray zone. So what side of the day are you on? What side of the day do I live in? You and I say, and we hope with all of our hearts, that we're in the day of glorious light. 
Now, what does the number 2022 mean? Do you remember? Okay, are you putting it together? Do you have deep thought? Is there spiritual intelligence when you look through the word of God, which is our wisdom? The number 2022 in the Greek, concordance, means to pour out, to pour in, to pour forth. So there's a pouring out and into. In the day of light, the pouring out of the Spirit of God is going to be poured into the vessels of mercy, the vessels who have purged themselves of all the lower nature qualities, who have cleansed themselves of all filthiness of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So the vessels, the people who have been washing and cleansing and working out their salvation with fear and trembling, making room for more of God, in 2022 there's going to be an outpouring of the Spirit, outpouring from God into those vessels, and the golden oil of God's glory is going to fill them up. It's going to take away all lack. All the gaps are going to be filled. He's going to begin to move with the golden oil of that anointing and that Holy Spirit in the life of his vessels, who are vessels of mercy, vessels of honor, vessels of glory, vessels that have been sanctified, vessels who are clean, and the Spirit of the Lord is going to fill them up. That's what we know. On the other side of the day, there's going to be an outpouring of the wrath of God in judgment. Where are we? They're trying to kill everybody. They're trying to kill everybody. They're trying to get people sick, controlled. Who are they? Well, everything originates with Satan. But God warned us through Jesus Christ. Jesus, God Almighty, our Creator, warned us that as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. The days. Time here. Well, we're in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And the days that were like Noah, where they were mixing, are here. So maybe five years ago, ten years ago, some of us Christians thought that... uh, you know, the uh, Steve Quails and the Thomas Horns and uh, the Nephilim projects and all that wild stuff they were talking about was far-fetched. Well, it's not sounding so far-fetched anymore, is it? If you have been like myself, where you've reserved your judgment about these things, well, it's time to stir that up and really begin to look at what's going on. And when they start talking to you about nanobots that are being put into vaccinations that assemble themselves and you get Mac IP addresses and they make movies like the one called The Cell. I haven't watched it and I won't because there's probably a lot of swearing because John Cusack is in it. I don't want to go there, but there is this movie I was told about it, about how people have to gather around cell towers because something, this is years ago, that they had something put inside of them that rather than their phone being by a cell tower, there's something inside of them. They have to be by a cell tower. And if they don't get there, they turn into zombies or something like that. Really? Yeah, really, really. So 2022, the actual Greek number for 2022 is pouring out, pouring in. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want 
that Holy Spirit, listen to me right now, the genuine Holy Spirit of God, when it comes in, is going to adjust and create in that vessel of mercy, that vessel of honor, an immunity against this bizarre stuff that they're trying to kill everybody with. There's going to be a divine immunity, God's Holy Spirit. When God pours out his spirit into your life as a vessel of righteousness, that anointing is going to fix all the gaps that have been breaking down your immune system. And rather than you succumbing to the diseases that they're going to be releasing against the resistors, you're going to have an immune system that's supernatural. Do you believe it? Only believe, and you will see the glory of God. There's an anointing for the immune system of the elect of God. This is what we want God to pour out and pour into our lives. And I believe it. I believe this 10 billion percent. That blood of Yeshua, that blood of Jesus Christ, that precious blood of the Lamb is the inoculation. It is the vaccination for all sickness and disease. You know it, and I know it. But a lot of Christians know it only in their head but you've got to experience it. You've got to know it in your life. And that's where we're going, on the light side of the day. The other side of the day, a 1,000 are going to fall at our side, 10,000 at our right hand. That's what the Bible says. 10,000 people you're going to have to walk over. They're going to start dropping dead. That's what we're being told from many different sources. 40% increase of deaths already, but they haven't been telling you that. Between 18 and 64, they already took out the elderly, as Rick Wiles said in his program last night, during COVID-19, in 19-2020, they, all those elderly people in those rehab centers wiped them out. Cuomo in New York, other governors in different states did the same thing. The only way to survive is that anointing. Now, there are physical things we could do, like stay healthy, stay away from sugar. The most and the best way you can, stay away from sugar. Stay away from junk food. Eat good food. Take good vitamin supplements where you can, when you can. Take care of yourself. Get sleep, rest, don't worry about everything going on. Don't ignore it, but don't worry about it. Don't let it get in and create an anxiety or a fear. Don't go there because that's what breaks down the immune system. Doctors were telling us years ago that an angry man, when you're angry, anger destroys the immune system and opens up to disease. So you have to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Walk in love. Don't get angry. Don't hate. Walk in peace. Walk in joy. Because depression hurts the body as well. The walking in the fruit of the Holy Spirit is essential to victory and going through the Great Tribulation. That's one of the ways, probably the only way, when we walk in the Spirit, we'll be able to endure to the end of this time period that's limited. This is not forever, but if you want to go through and not die, and you're one of those vessels of righteousness, and you get filled up with the golden oil as a wise virgin, 
that golden oil, that Holy Spirit's going to be fixing the circuitry. It's going to be fixing your brain. It's going to be fixing your immune system. It's going to be building it up, strengthening it. Help! Not from the hospitals, not from the doctors, not from medicine, but by the Holy Spirit of God given by the great physician, the Lord Jesus Christ. 2022. Yesterday began the 11th month, Yabad, the Rod. 2022, 211s, double judgment. This month begins the Rod of judgment. Or there's another side of it. In the light side of the day, when the golden oil comes in and God begins to heal your circuitry, washes your cells, cleanses you from the inside out, eradicates sickness and disease, casts out the spirit of infirmity, and all of a sudden that Holy Spirit unction and anointing is flowing from the top of your head to the tips of your toes, healing your organs, healing you because you're a lover of Jesus. Now... God puts his rod into your hands. <laughs> the rod of the Lord. See, the rod of God is against the wicked, but he gives another rod to Moses. Tells Moses, go take that rod, go to Egypt, and tear that nation down. By the way, there are many people living in our nation that are ready to tear this nation down. They're already ripped it apart. They're going to tear it down. It's not over. Get ready, and you got to be led by the Holy Spirit. you got to walk. What it means to be led by the Holy Spirit is to walk in love. Be led by love. Be led by joy. You know, if you get out of the Spirit, you're driving down the road, and somebody cuts you off, and you flip them off, they can pull out a gun and shoot you in the head. But if you stay in peace, if you walk in the Spirit, if you walk in love, if we walk in joy, if we walk in peace, if we walk in goodness, if we walk in kindness, if we walk in patience, don't be impatient, if we walk in faith, if we walk in the spirit, self-control, we're, our chances of getting through supernaturally, exponentially increase. Now you take care of your physical body. You have relationships with people that you are at peace with. If there's someone in your life that just will not be at peace with you, let them go, or you get away from them. If they will not be at peace with you, if they are harassment, vexation, and they spend all this time, leave. Get away from them. If they're creating consternation, aggravation, if they're creating stress and strife and anxiety in your life, if they're not obeying the Lord, if they're not doing what is right and their disobedience is around you, get away from them. Okay, this is important. We're talking about surviving on the right side of the day. So now you have the golden oil of that anointing. Christ in you is going to be accelerated, the hope of glory. You're walking in the fruit of the Spirit. You now have a scepter of righteousness, a rod, that you could begin to strike the enemy everywhere you go. And you'll have the power to pull down strongholds, Set the captives free. Bring deliverance to those who are in darkness. But you'll also be able to take down a nation. 
which will give God the glory and will raise up a nation. Now, eschatological thought is a very interesting thing, the lining up of end-time events, how it's going to work. Everybody's got their charts. Everybody's got their chalkboards. Even I do. Um, The laying forth of what it looks like. We know, right? We know that the great tribulation spoken of in Scripture is headed by the Antichrist. Okay? These are just general thoughts. Personally, I believe the Bible is very clear that this Antichrist is Lucifer in a body, whatever body he chooses. Now, we know that during the Great Tribulation, well, let me just read it to you. Here's what we know. We know that all the nations of the earth that have rejected Messiah Yeshua are going to be gathered together to worship the beast. Here's what it says in Revelation chapter 13, beginning in verse 4. And they worshipped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Okay, so here, who are they? We're going to see it right now. And there was given unto him the beast, a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue 42 months. So the beast has power granted by the dragon. And that dragon may be China, the United Nations, where the beast will be sitting in power and authority over Israel, probably. We'll see. Verse 6, he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Now listen. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. So those whose names are written in the book, of, uh, the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world will not worship him, but they'll be here. And this is what we have to endure, an environment of God-hating, an environment of having power over the saints, an environment where the whole world is worshiping like the vaccinated people right now are angry at the unvaccinated people right now, and they're all worshiping whoever, Dr. Fauci or whoever, right? They're giving their allegiance to them. So you and I have a rod this moment. The vessels of mercy filled with the Holy Ghost. Receive it today. Let God fill you up, okay? Fill you up. Because the outpouring is for the purpose of filling us up. The outpouring is to fill them up with wrath, us with the divine nature, the glory of God. Now that we have authority, we walk through this land. It's beginning. We now know war is coming. Floods, fire, earthquake, famine, uh, you know, inflation, food shortages, all these other things, they're already happening. And they're just growing and intensifying. They're the beginning of sorrows. These are the, the beginning of sorrows. What's coming are the big boy events. Now comes the massive labor pains 
And you read the book of Revelation, it's just like that. The seven seals were the beginning of sorrows. The seven trumpets are major birth pangs leading up to the great tribulation. And war is coming. Stuff is ready to happen. Some of the stuff that's ready to happen in the book of Revelation, this is fascinating. I mean, this is the word of God, is that there's a pit opening, and out of the pit is smoke, like from a furnace, and these locusts are coming on the earth, disease, pestilence, demons. And they bite people, and they don't die, but they're tormented for five months. What does that sound like? But they can't die. They seek death, but they can't die. They are so sick, but they can't die by the strike. And who do they strike? Anybody that doesn't have the mark of the Father in their foreheads. The Father's mark. In the Great Tribulation, everybody else will have a mark in their allegiance to the demons, the devil, Satan. Are you ready for this? Or do you simply just wish for to be one of the 40 percenters, the 40% increase of people that died? Oh, it's easier to die. No, I don't know. We don't fear death. But don't you want to be alive and remaining at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, which will take place immediately after the tribulation of the days we're in right now? You see, on the other side of this moment, after the nation rises against nation, kingdom against kingdom, after the wars, the rumors of wars, after the pestilence, after the plague, after the famine, after the death, after all this crazy stuff, right after it, the Lord returns. The dead rise. We who are alive and remaining will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Ha! What a journey that's going to be. What a glorious moment. What an inexpressible, unconscionable, what an unprecedented moment awaits those who will endure to the end. Don't give up. Don't give up. What a great time to bring your life into order. It doesn't matter if you get a five-pound little weight and sit in your chair while you're doing something and just lift weights. Just five pounds. Okay, switch hands. Five pounds. Just switch hands. Go for a walk. Do something. Rely heavily upon the Holy Spirit. Rely heavily upon the Holy Spirit to be filled up. They were all filled with the Spirit of God in the book of Acts 2,000 years ago. That was a foretaste of what God's ready to do now. He saves the best wine for last, the best anointing for last, and that was the first fruits. This is a double portion. We're in the double right now. So get in on it. Ask the Lord. Fill me up. Is not God showing you biblical truths? today? Is he not unveiling to you and revealing to you? Isn't he showing you right now today in this Bible study? Isn't he talking to you right now? He's showing you remarkable secrets. He's showing you things that are coming. He's showing you what to do to prepare. He's showing you in many ways, putting the pieces, understanding it's because he loves you. It's because he loves you. 
Well, that's what I have for today. Let's uh, say hello to some folks that are out there today. Oh, we've got a lot of folks on the chat room. I love that. I love that so very much. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Got a lot of friends on, on, on the, the channel. Good. You have any questions or comments, things you want to share today? Press that dial, number one. You, you want to dial 818-369-0326. Let me say good morning to a number of friends. Kim Bowling. Yay, good morning. Missing y'all. Kim, we missed you too. Both you and Lorraine, all during the Feast of Tabernacles. God bless you. Welcome to the broadcast today. Uh, Charlotte Gotch is with us. Good morning from Charlotte. Hello, Charlotte. Pastor Melissa Fletcher is with us once again today. God bless you, Pastor. Uh, Cindy Messman is with us today, one of the great servants of God at New Wine Ministries. God bless you, Cindy. Diane Gravely, greetings to the family of God. Hello, Diane. God bless you. Uh, Alvin Krieg, the CIA, the worst imposter of illegal drugs. You're right about that, the CIA. Uh, I've been in the CIA for coming up on 40 years. That's called Christ in Action. But anyways, Alvin, you're right on. Um, and welcome to the broadcast. Kim Bowling, yes, Happy New Year. Praise the Lord. Uh, we have uh, good morning from uh, Kevin Hauger this morning. Uh, Marilyn Noble is with us today. Charlotte Gotch, good morning. Charlotte. All right, Marilyn, welcome to the broadcast. God bless you. David Ellison is with us this morning. Good morning. Uh, we have somebody coming in that's probably our dear friend, uh, Brother Mark. And then Sandra Matlow. Hi, Pastor Xavier. Hello, Sandra. God bless you. Um, and we got a lot of hellos out there. Sandra Matlow says, you know what really surprised me a few months back? I was in a store and I was getting my husband's prescriptions. I looked over to my right side in a checkout with a young boy, I'd say around 17 or 18, getting his hand, his right hand scanned. As I shocked, yes, but the, in the Bible, the Lord says in Revelation, we will not be able to buy or sell or trade anything unless we have a mark of the beast, which is 666. I believe in my Bible, I was so shocked. He was about to cry, and I held my tears. He was just, and then it went out there, something to that effect. Yeah, and in Sweden, they're doing it all, right, in mass. See, uh, Terry Jean says, search Brother Bob prophecy. Don't forget Demetri Dudeman visions. All right, Terry, we won't forget. God bless you. I will fill thee. Thank you, T-Y-E, land. Uh, I will fill you, land, with men like caterpillars. Rise up a shout. Okay. Amen. Amen. And that's true. I was thinking the same thing about all the people that are here, the spoilers and so on and so forth. Uh, Terry Jean says, I will make man as scarce as gold of Ophir. That's correct. It's coming. Uh, Lori Roder, stop eating yucky restaurants. Stop eating at yucky restaurants. Who knows what they're putting in your food? Again, on Rick Wiles True News last night, they said they're putting it into hands. I think my brother, uh, Mike said that Michael said this as well. They're putting it in your hand gels, your face wash. They've been putting aborted baby stuff in hair stay and cosmetics for years because it makes you all young, right? Yuck. So stop eating at bad restaurants. Also, uh, Darrell Antonio, VOI, for your information. VOI, I don't know what that means, but Darrell, thank you. Um, enlighten us. Phil Buswell says, uh, good to see you. Kim, keep waving your wonderful praise flags. Absolutely. All right. And then we have Dennis Sossman. Good morning to all. So, yes, a good morning to everybody. It is the fourth day of January 2022 in the Gregorian calendar. It is the second day of Yabad, which is the 11th month in the Hebrew calendar. In the year 5781, 
That's where we are in both calendars. The year 5782 will begin on April 2nd. Right now, we're going to be moving through January, February, March. My dear sister, Laquita, sent me a little message today, and uh, she's been listening to the broadcast for quite some time, and she heard me talking about the first three months would be forced vaccinations. She said this to me today in a text message, first quarter shift 2022, which is January through March, all the way to April. She said, my sister just got fired for not taking the VAX mandated by her company. She has been working from home for over a year, home base for her former company in Chicago. Just got fired for not taking the vaccination. Um, the prophecy is that between January to the end of March, forced vaccinations. In other words, more pressure, more pressure is gonna be applied that's the first part. We're going to be looking for that. All right, waiting for your call, 818-369-0326. I want to ask you a favor today. It's the beginning of a new month, and would you consider supporting our ministry? And perhaps you would like to send a gift, a donation to this work. We would certainly appreciate it, and God bless you. I just wanted to get that out there while you're still tuning in. We would love the support. It shows partnership and friendship and fellowship. So if this works for you, if what we're doing is working for you, then please consider supporting this ministry. We've been very light about it. And, of course, when you're very light about things, you get very little response. I'm always so thankful for the people that do support us, but they are so few. And um, maybe this year you'd like to partner with us and supply a financial need. We're sowing spiritual things. Um, not a big deal if we reap carnal things, according to the Word of God. Uh, so, having said that, any calls coming in, 818-369-0326. I'm going to go back to Jeremiah, chapter 50 and 51, because the war that is coming um, is kind of revealed here. It's really revealed. Jeremiah chapter 50 and 51, would you do yourself a favor today? And would you read Jeremiah 50 and 51? And by the way, after today's broadcast, most likely we'll be yanked off of YouTube. Uh, when that happens, for those that you are listening on YouTube, you can listen to us every day on omegaradio.org. Let me give you that banner right now. OmegaRadio.org, and as long as God allows us to stay online, you know. So there is the website that you will be able to join us at, OmegaRadio.org, and you'll be able to find us Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, we're working on getting that lined up for Saturday and Sunday because um, we suspect that our conversation of the truth is not acceptable in this modern society. So uh, with that being said, I've got a call coming in that's terrific, or coming all the way from... South Dakota. Let's take that call. Say good morning. God bless you. Welcome to the broadcast. You're on the air. Good morning. Yes, in regards to the Boulder, Colorado fires. Okay, <clears throat> this morning I heard something on Fox Now. And, uh, you know, there's 
with the thousand homes that were there that were burned, they have cameras, you know, there in that area. And they said on Fox News now, they said that because of the investigation, they have a person they saw lighting on fire a garage-type building and, of course, with the winds at 110 miles an hour, it just took off and, you know, there was, there was no stopping this. So now my question is this. Is some of these fires being lit by terrorists here in our country? You know, Kathy, I believe that is absolutely 100% true. I, I believe the fire, even in Boulder, Colorado, and all of them, yeah, there's, um, I, I think a lot of people would agree that they are. And regardless, one of the great enemies of the United States that very few people will acknowledge as an enemy is God himself. And that's why God would send the Assyrian against Israel, because they had lived as an enemy against him. And we have... Uh, enemies in this country against God, and so God has become the enemy of the United States as we know it, its systems and so on. The believing remnant need to really learn how to walk in the kingdom, so regardless of what happens in the nation, we will be able to go through in kingdom authority, in kingdom power, in kingdom resources, and um, I think that's super important to realize. But yes, God is going to allow the turning loose of all judgment against our nation, and he's even going to bring a military power as you know, against this nation and destroy it. Yes, um, we are in very serious times it is in serious. America and other countries. Thank you very much. All right. Well, God bless you, Kathy. Thanks for calling in all the way from South Dakota. Waiting for your call, the number to call 818-369-0326. Uh, there's got to be something you heard today that you'd like to share Something you'd like to say, I thank God for the people in our comments uh, on in the chat room for their comments. I appreciate them. But the voice of many waters also works really, really well. I know you've been tuned in for an hour and 34 minutes. Thanks for staying along with the journey. Um, my goodness, there's so much out there. There's so much happening. And God is giving us secrets and mysteries how to walk through and be prepared. And quite frankly, I know you've heard this probably a thousand times in your life, this is not a game. Uh, this is not a, uh, a movie. Um, it's real. And the 40% death rates are real, as we understand at this moment. I'm sure we're going to get more information. Um, the things that are going on in our country are real. And some things people could still, I could imagine that it's still at a moment where people can sit back and still say, oh, those things have always happened. Oh, we've always seen that. Oh, that's always been that way. So what is it going to require? More death? More body bags? War? What is it going to take to get people awakened and shaken from a mindset of, ah, this is, we've been here before. We're going to go, we're, everything's going to be all right not the case. It's not what's happening in this country right now. It's not what's happening in this nation for sure. I read a story uh, a friend sent to me, and then I heard uh, it talked about again. In Amsterdam, 
there were people gathering together in Amsterdam resisting the lockdowns, and the police force released dogs against the people. There's video out there. You can find it. I've seen some of the video. And again, on True News, Rick Wiles' True News, they showed this last night. And when your government begins to turn dogs loose, boy, does that sound like Nazi Germany. The Germans loved the shepherds, the German shepherds. They used them for the same purposes. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting affair. So then how do we live? How do we go through these moments? Waiting for your call, 818-369-0326. And the number's on the screen. I'll put it on there right now. Uh, And you have to press one. There's the directions on what to do. January 4th, 2022. God has unveiled tremendous amounts of information, revelation, understanding, deep thought, putting things together, spiritual intelligence. Let's take our next call. Another call coming in from South Dakota. Good morning. God bless you. Welcome to the broadcast. You're on the air. Good morning, Vincent. Good morning, what Ken. I, How what, are you, sir? What, I'm fine. And when I first turned this on this morning, I was hearing what you were reading about uh, what's going on with the virus and the, the vaccination. They call it a vaccination. Um, and I'm older, and it ended up what came back to me at that time was Jacqueline Hyde and Frankenstein. And when I was young, I seen some of these movies and that. And I'm wondering, who is the Jacqueline Hyde and the Frankenstein today? Because, I mean, this sounds just like it. I mean, as far as um, the abuse that is coming out from someone, and I don't know who that someone is or who the leaders, because there's a lot of puppets in between us and whoever this is. And that Fauci, I don't know. And so that's that's a question, and I don't expect you to answer it. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's so funny you said that, Ken, because I was actually thinking Frankenstein the other day, and it just kind of came into my mind. This is so Frankensteinian or Frank, like Frankenstein, and here you are talking. So a lot of people must be thinking that this is that weird, but the unfortunate thing is it's a reality. And um, when you listen to some of the other podcasts out there, um, good ones, Uh, They are so sober about the things they're saying about this is a concentrated um, operation that has gone really bad, that is killing 40% death rates up, but is about to kill. I've heard it now from, uh, I'm going to let him speak. We have a very dear friend who is a medical doctor uh, who I asked would he join me on the air because uh, we were talking about these things last weekend and Uh, He said, no, it's coming. I said, well, wait a second. I said, "Uh, doctor, uh, my friend, and I said, "Um, are you saying that millions of people are really going to start dying? And are you saying that because that's what they're saying in the, the, you know, the atmosphere out there? Or is this from your, he says, no doubt. He was as confident and bold as could be, no doubt. There are going to be millions of people dying. He said, already in our little hospital, we have overflow. And 
one of the nurses in our church told us and made everybody aware that the only people working in hospitals in the United States of America um, are people, because of this new law that's coming, that the only people that are working are people that have been vaccinated, and everybody else is gone. That came from a nurse of 47 years. So you're going to hospitals now, and they don't have clientele, so they're bringing people from Haiti to fill the spaces in the hospitals in New York City. This is real. This isn't make-believe. I, I have another question for you, and that yeah. is that I, do, I, I don't want to have you bring anything up that could hurt anyone, but have okay. you heard from Daniel, Daniel Seckham? Yeah, I have heard from Daniel. Um, Daniel is in Australia, and they say that over 90% now of the Australians have been vaccinated. Uh, Daniel had a $100,000 a year job that he lost because he refused to get vaccinated. He's got a little uh, job he's doing right now, but he's living in an environment uh, where the pressure is on big time. And uh, we talk a little bit. And my plan is, is to get him out here somehow on the air where he could talk to us. And um, I'm going to look into that. But he said he was doing fine, that he and his family were making their own bread uh, we were able to, as a ministry, uh, we sent him some uh, finances uh, just to help for a moment. There's a gap between his new job. So he's doing good. He's doing good. And um, thank you for asking. I'll let him know that you did. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. And thank you God for, bless you. And, and thank you for taking my call. Absolutely, sir. God bless you. All right, we had two calls from South Dakota where I think it's really cold up there. And um, how about you? Any, anyone else before we move forward here today? 818-369-0326. Press the one on the dial pad. We'll bring you right into the conversation. And uh, we've provided some time. But uh, maybe we've said enough today. There's a lot of information. I know that it's all out there, but our job is to take that information, look through the biblical lens, and come up with an interpretation. Deep thought, putting it together, what do we see? Well, we see a lot of things happening on both sides of the day. Got a call coming in from area code 507. Let's take that call. Good morning. God bless you. Welcome to the broadcast. You're on the air. Good morning, 507. Putting it together, what do we see? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, this is uh, Richard. Hello, Richard. Can you turn the, the sound down in the back just a little bit? Okay. I don't know if you have oh, wait heard. A second. This is Richard from Minnesota. Yeah, I don't know if you have heard, but over from what I heard from um, Ice Age Farmer, he was talking about in in Australia that the farmers in on uh, the area there, if they bring the grain in in this year, 22, that if they haven't got their shots all up to date, they will not buy their grain. They have to go home with it. Wow. So you're saying that if people do not get vaccinated, they can't, they won't buy the grain from them? Yeah, and that's in Australia. In Australia. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I'd stop and think the shots are given that people are dying, and now they aren't going to buy your food. What next? What next? Yeah. So this is why the warning has gone out for years to communities of believers to prepare for themselves so that the day would come that they would not have to depend upon the government of the United States. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And I know what you're saying, but it does appear that this whole world is going to come under that kind of control. And the only thing for the believers is that they are understanding what was coming and preparing for what is coming so that they can get through a little bit better without having to stand on the long lines and be subjugated to a kind of uh, cartel global government. Uh, yeah, I suspect it's going to be that way, Richard, all the way through. So we need to get ready. Continue yeah, to get ready. This is just the start. This is just the start. Praise God. Let's get filled with the Holy Spirit. Walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Get ourselves healthy. Prepare. Do what's right. And get around godly people. That's all I know to do. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Well, thank you. All right. God bless you, and thanks for your call all the way from Minnesota. That was a Richard calling in. We still have time for a few more calls. The number to call, 818-369-0326. It's on the screen, and uh, we welcome your calls. And so people are starting to, you know, and I can imagine people that are a little bit older looking at this moment. Uh, they've been watching this unfold for a long time, and now they're just a little bit down the road, and they're saying, you know, what do I do? And again, there's only one right thing to do. And I've said this, I've heard it said by others, draw close to Jesus. He is your great shepherd. He will shepherd your mind. He will shepherd your soul, your will, your emotions, your thoughts. He will guard you, protect you. He will shepherd your physical body. He will shepherd your spirit. He's your shepherd. He's the shepherd of every part of you. Don't wander away from him. Draw very close to him. Be right at his feet if you can. Snuggle into the bosom of his heart. Love Jesus. Trust Jesus. You know, people are angry in this world. I trusted Jesus. I trusted God. And look what happened. I mean, trust him in everything. Even when it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to or the way you thought it should. There's enough evidence to know in people that have followed the Lord a long time who have been through ups and downs and ins and outs and good days and bad days that when we keep the faith, there's a wisdom behind everything. Don't give up, saints. Don't give up your faith. Guard your heart, for out of it flows the issues of life, right? Don't give up. Don't yield. Don't surrender. Get around an ecclesia. Ask the Holy Spirit of God to bring you to an ecclesia or bring an ecclesia to you. Gather together, even if it's in a home, which would be ideal. Gather together and start laboring together. Work together. Do something together. Get a garden. Dig a well, whatever, store food, can, jar, break bread, have Bible studies, do life, be careful, be sober, be watchful, be joyful. 
Don't be afraid. You have been forewarned of what is coming. We have been forewarning for years of what we are now in. So don't be dismayed. God is telling you so that you could be prepared. If you don't have an ecclesia, you need to pack your bags and find somewhere where there are people of like mind, and you need to get around and bring your abilities, and you need to partner with the body of Christ somewhere. You have to. You have to get involved. You have to be around the body of Christ. You have to be where God has provided and where he's preparing some things. And you have to make that decision what you're going to do. But you have to come to the Lord and and just surrender. You're not going to be able to handle this on your own. None of us are. We cannot handle what's coming down the pike. The next wave, war, are you kidding me? Persecution, stigmatization, propaganda against the resistors. I mean, it's too much for any one individual to handle. But God is able to protect because while this is coming, he's also going to be breaking down the nations and it's all going to work. I mean, he's going to protect and preserve what's his own. And while they're trying to do all this evil, he's going to continue to judge the nations. And then a great empire will rise up, the one world government. But even that is going to be in conflict. You'll be able to go through if you don't give up, if you don't surrender, if you don't give in, if you pray and ask God to fill you with the spirit of the Lord. Get that golden oil. Let it be the comfort of your life and move to you and have joy and love and laughter like a good medicine in your heart. But you have to get around the right people. You have to be in a right spiritual environment. You have to be around people who are cultivating an atmosphere. And it's happening in different places all over the world. I maintain, live an abundant life and be led by the Spirit. The Spirit of God says, don't go, then don't go. If he says, go, go. But don't walk in fear. Be wise as serpents, gentle as doves, redeeming the time for the days are evil. Don't give up. Don't give in. Search the scriptures. Read the word. Let the engrafted word save your soul. Get the word in you. It will work in you. It'll be everything you need. Don't be afraid. When you want to just start weeping, when you want to start just bawling your eyes out, when, you're, when you look in sadness and sorrow for what you see going on in the world, when you realize much death is coming, don't give into it. When you feel the urge to panic, don't give into it. Go deeper than that layer of skin. Go deeper than that first layer just beneath your skin, which is panic and fear and worry. And just You're going to have to go deeper. God even told the prophet uh, Ezekiel, do not cry, do not weep at the death of your love. Do not weep at the death of your spouse. Do not weep, do not cry when you see these things coming upon the earth. Don't go there. Don't go there. I want to be with my wife until the very end of this life. And I know she wants to be with me. I want to be with our family, the body of Christ. I want to be with the true family of God to the end of this thing. And if I live with them or die with them, I want to be with them. Period. 
God is good. God is good. Trust him. And he's wanting to get provision to you, a rod of authority. Golden oil, anointing. He has provision for you. And this could be the most exciting time that we've ever known on this earth. Don't make any big mistakes. Don't be premature. Wait until the Lord moves certain things. Preparing, you don't have to wait. Keep doing it. Keep getting food. Keep getting water. Keep getting medical supplies. Keep getting warm clothes. Keep getting summer clothes. Get everything you need. All supplies. Keep storing them up. If you're in a community, share them. Everybody do the same thing. Get a common place where this is for the common of all. Get something where others can be able to be strengthened and helped by what you're doing when they come and they don't have much to give. These instructions are for all of us because we do live at such a time as this. That's it for me. I'll see you tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless you. Keep our friends in prayer. Keep Pastor Jeff Bass in prayer and Dee and their family. Keep Kathy and Brian, missionaries who are in Hawaii, keep them in prayer. Kevin Honeycutt, Pastor Kevin Honeycutt and his wife Nancy, in prayer. Pray God's blessing upon their lives as they're walking through difficult things. But we've seen men of God go through these gut-wrenching moments. They only come out stronger. And God said, and this is the word of the Lord to somebody, you're going to be stronger coming out of this than you were going into it. You may have been strong before you went into this trial, but when you get out, you're going to be stronger than ever. That's why you don't give up. Keep going through. And by his stripes, you are healed. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are healed. And that's it. Arrivederci. See you tomorrow, Lord willing, with bells on. Until then, you've been listening to The Watchmen on Omega Radio. God bless you. God love you. He does. And great shalom. Goodbye.